Hello, hello. Welcome to Tuckered Out with Ami Tucker. That's me. So guys, today's episode was, I don't think I've laughed that hard in a long time. I got to officially interview Auntie Number One, aka Auntie Z. Zerna Garg is an Indian immigrant, a mom and lawyer turned New York comedian and TikTok star. I mean, this woman has 20 million views on the platform. And by the way, she's convinced me to join, but that's a whole other story. She has performed stand-up at sold-out clubs across the country and headlined her own show, My American Dream, at the famous Caroline's on Broadway. It's pretty badass. Unwilling to let the pandemic stop her, Zerna has kept audiences laughing with online comedy shows, which was all profiled in the New York Times. And she has been doing impromptu sets outside major landmarks across New York City, like Central Park and the Met, and doing it for free, doing it just to get the community together. And so awesome. We had a little bit too much fun on this. I told her I'm going to join her troop and follow her and be a PA on her upcoming feature film. That's a story basically about her life. It's pretty exciting. So I hope you guys enjoy my interview with Zarna Gark. We are supported by Rocket Club. Rocket Club is the virtual entrepreneurship, coding, and robotics academy for kids age 7 through 14. And guys, my 7-year-old started the class like a month ago and absolutely loves it. They've covered topics such as blockchain and cryptocurrencies and the coding behind the technology. They've talked about stock market analysis NFTs, aka non-fungible tokens, which I'm trying to figure out what that means. And they do all of it through a exciting gamified curriculum. So it's super engaging and fun for kids. They also have 22 additional communities, including coding, robotics, 3D printing, and Rocket Club Live. And they are fully virtual. They have members from 29 different states and also from England, Ireland, and India. It's super, super cool, super exciting. You can check them out by going to my landing page at www.rocketclub.com backslash tuckered out. And make sure you go through my page so you can take advantage of the free trial. Again, www.rocketclub.com backslash tuckered out. I already am feeling good about this podcast because we are simpatico. Oh my God. You have no idea. I have so many things that we're simpatico on. Oh shit. It's It's about to go down. Yes. And you're allowed to curse on here in Hindi, Gujarati, English. It's very flexible. We're good with all that. I will give you the three pack. All languages. All languages. (laughs) Done. Is she bringing wine? This is amazing. (laughs) Water, ready? Hydrate, people. Hydrate. Yes, I. You know what? I think we're already best friends. I'm gonna come hang out with you in New York. This is gonna happen. So wait, can I call you Auntie Z, or is this just your friends, or I'm your friend? No, yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm the America's Auntie Number One, baby. Oh wow, that's quite a 
right. Oh, I love it. America's then, auntie number one. Wow. Um, I can't believe I'm talking to auntie number one. So yeah. has not has that been a Bollywood movie yet? No? No auntie number Why one? Why Bollywood when you can make Hollywood? It's yeah, yeah. Coming. Which yeah. I know. I know. We're talking I about know, that. I know. I have, see my time with Bollywood. I also... I, I, I love Bollywood. Sorry. Sorry. I don't know who's going to listen. I do love Bollywood. Edit this. Edit scratch, scratch. Love Bollywood. <laughs> You know, honestly, you're going to come back. I've been wanting to do a podcast entirely in Gujarati with a couple people that can like just bust out with like okay. the, with a Gamuru Gujarati. Damn. You know? Who else can? I'll do it. Forget the others. Chalo, you and me. Well, I've got your auntie number one. So I got to get an uncle number one. Uncle number 10 be peda ni wa bhi yaar. They're okay. all sitting there trying to be cool. Do you still yes. see Insta bio? You're cool, uncle. I'm like, dude, if you have to call yourself cool, um, yeah, little bit problem there. Little bit branding problem. Yeah, you know <laughs> what? I'm going to stick with auntie number one. You're right. I don't even know what I was thinking. Um, so first of all, obviously... Wait, are we live? Like, what's happening? Oh, yeah. Done, oh, done. done. But thank you. Okay. Chalo, chalo, oh, chalo. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so fine. So you got like you got me changing my shirt and the boob and everything. Okay, all right. Yeah, okay. I like to I keep it. I like to shake it up on this podcast. Listen Sometimes to I've been trying to get a sex tape out there. Like, help yeah. me out with the promos a little bit. Okay. What I think a, I think an auntie sex tape could really work. No, it's coming. No, oh, actually, I'm not serious. It's coming. Is, is this part two of the screenplay you're doing? Like, is this? this... No, no. That's a whole another project. Wow, After you're dark. After oh. dark. <laughs> Your husband is a lucky man. Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> <laughs> is that a whole other story? Yeah, yeah. No, he is, he is lucky, not for this reason. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's also because you're auntie number one. Yeah. Um, so I'm going I'm to bust out with calling you Auntie Z every once in a while. I already feel like I know you, where I feel like I'm a funny Indian mom, but I could never, I always felt like, okay. I, I love being funny. I love being the funny one in the room. I've always used that my whole life. Yeah. And I just when I when I heard about you and I saw your clips and and read about you, I'm like, this is awesome. She's living my dream. So basically, I'm just gonna follow you around and I'm gonna try out for your screenplay. It's gonna yes. happen. We're gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It will absolutely happen if we want it to happen. It's a Gujju family screenplay. Hello. Tosu. And by the way. I gir- I can gerba myself into podcast. So I gerba in my way into this. Two two national championships, Ross championships. You listen, I should be impressed, but I'm not because you're good. You, I, because I you're good you, we are it's, holding up the whole India, first of all. First of all, done. First of all, right? Yeah. From Gandhi to Ambani now Modi. How yeah, many, yeah, yeah. How yeah. much more we are going to contribute? Like people, where are the things, Malotras? The, I don't know. Subramaniam's like, come on, guys, step in. Step yeah, in yeah. any minute. Like, the, re- the readies, I don't know. Yeah. Like all the reading and writing, all the all of Kerala is literate. Where are they? Where are yeah, they? Yeah, I don't they know. They're yeah. just reading books and yeah. just writing. So do do something. Meanwhile, yeah. the Gujju girls, like you, I any other girl would be so impressive. Gujju yeah. girl, it's like, of course. I should, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I forgot I'm talking to you because usually people are impressed, but like you you of course, of course I'm doing that. Of course I won. No, and once you said you're good you now it's finished. Yeah, I know. That is the most impressive. Patigu, Jeshi Krishna. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, we should just wrap this podcast here. Yeah. People should just listen to music at the end of this. <laughs> I can't wait till we have uh, drinks in the city. This is gonna, <laughs> this is gonna, this is gonna be awesome. Okay, so 
You grew up in Mumbai. Wait, are we still calling it Bombay, Mumbai? What do you like to call Listen, it? Listen, I grew up when it was Bombay, so okay. I call it Bombay. But then people yell at me. Today's woke people get all upset. So I'm unwoke. I like yeah, Bombay. Me too. Keep me yeah. sleeping. Yeah, yeah, Shanti. Yeah. So are you Southie or a Northie Bombay person? South. South. Yeah. So did you, so I've gone to Bombay multiple times. I lived in India for three years. Uh, my family's like in Kandivali and Malard yeah. and Borivali and yeah. And then I have all my f- fancy, nice, cool friends that live like in Bandra and, and, you know, and then South. So they all tend to have that Bombay yeah. British accent. Did you have that? Are you hearing it? No. But because, you've been here so long. That's why. No, no. I'll tell you why. Now we will be very serious because I'm putting my serious hat on with this boundary. But, but drink your wine too. Okay, this is, no. Yes, yes. That's my water. water. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Water. water. So I grew up in South Bombay, super South Bombay, like Napancy Road and the very, very, uh, very affluent neighborhood. Yeah. But I am your original riches to rag story. Nice. I found a way to blow it all, blow it all by the time I was a teenager. Like That's kind a- of... Fell apart. Life kind of fell apart for very many complicated, heavy reasons. And uh, which is why I have a movie based on my life. Um, And I never was that South Bombay kid who was enamored by pop culture in America. I was never that kid. I loved Bollywood my entire life. Like I was that kid in South Bombay who was dancing to Govinda when all my friends were doing Wham. Oh my God, go! You remember that Wham? The wake me up. I was like, Are you kidding? Of course, of course. I was like, Sir Kylo Khatia all the way. I don't give a shit. I like it. So, so yeah. Obviously, you know, I read um, that your dad gave you the ultimatum. Your mom sadly passed away early, really quickly. Is your family still in Bombay? Yes. Anyone still there? And his dad? All of them. Is dad still around? No, he passed away too many years ago. Many years ago. Okay, so. Your dad gave you the ultimatum. You had the balls, or not the balls, but you know the cojones, whatever. Inspiration, mostly. Yeah, yeah. You uh, and and this is what in the ninety early nineties to say peace out. I'm not gonna marry some gadero off the street. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go. Well, in fairness, he was not a gadero off the street. He was oh. very rich. He okay. was a prince, like you know, like a, it was in, in my dad's eyes. It was like he couldn't understand what possibly could be the problem. But you were so young. You were 16. Yeah, but it's not that young. And I, no, I wasn't 16 yet, 15. But it, it it's, I mean, it, it's not that young in a good Jew business family. Yeah. Like, you're not raising your, yeah, I was young by maybe a year or two. I mean, my, my sister, my siblings were all married before they turned 20. Wow. So it's it's not that young in our people, in our culture. And if it's a business family, they're like not really what else are you going to do? They're not like raising their daughters to be educated. Yeah, that that, that would be ridiculous. What, yeah, ridiculous no. idea. Yeah. Wait, do you have any brothers? Two brothers. And they both got married as well early? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, at least it's like even. No, it's very Keel. even. Yeah, okay. because all that, you know, their wives were young, they were young our our people, some of our, I won't speak for all good Jews because it's a wide range, but a lot of our people believe in it as a way yeah. of life. Yeah. My mom got married at 21 back in what, 1969, 68. And she was considered a buddhi. 
Yeah. Like they I mean, were like, oh my God, the, the, this never going to happen. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like, exactly. hey, Bhagwan, of it, you know? Exactly. And yeah. I was the fourth, right? So I think by me, they were just like worn out. My dad was just like, I'm, oh my God, another one left, you know? He got hit with this tragic news. Yeah. And he was just tired. I mean, the guy got shocked. I've never held it against my father ever. Even when I left, I told That's- him, you have the right. That was probably just his way of trying to take care of you, right? What else? How yeah. else? What else, does, what else does he know? No, that that's point? why I'm saying it was not a gadero of the street. It was not that. Yeah. He, yeah, he yeah, found yeah. what he, in his eyes, like my siblings are very happily married. Yeah. yeah Even yeah, today, yeah. like, you know, 30 something years later. So yeah. the intention was not, you know, there are many shades of child marriage in India. Like there is a version where like marry her to the richest guy you find, marry her to the, you know, it was not that he, his intention was yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. just didn't aspire to it. That that was the problem. Especially, well, yeah, I mean, it's super young. So then I know you had immigrated here and your sister was based here, correct? Yes, that's right. She is. So do you think if she wasn't, if you didn't have a sibling here, you would have come to the U.S. anyways? No, how would I have? No, no absolutely no. So, not. So we're, the we're... entire reason I came here is not because I wanted to come to America and find a way to get here. Right. It was because she was the only person willing to take me in. And she right. happened to be in America. Right. So I guess my, I should reword that question if she was, if she wasn't here, and if she was in India, would you have left anyways and try to go somewhere else? Yes, or would you of have course. Stayed? Okay, well, I, because I didn't know for a long time that she'll take me in. Got I it. had no assumption. I I was a kid. I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I sound stupid to me now, but back then I really thought I'll move in with one of my friends. No, that makes sense at that age. I mean, I used to hang out and do sleepovers anyway. I was like, okay, I'll just stay with one of my friends. The, the reality that you can't do that hit me. And then I got caught up with like, now what do I do? Yeah. Like after two days, they're like, okay, you have to go home. Yeah, yeah. slumber party. <laughs> slumber party's so, over. Like, I was like, what? I thought two, three years we can do this. <laughs> well, <laughs> I know you, you had written that, you know, again, you're the funny one and people loved having you over because you kept things light, which is exactly my story. I've always like yeah. relied on my personality and being the funny one. It was always like my thing. Still kind of is, I think. Um, I mean, I'm glad you did because you clearly don't have the face for it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know. <laughs> listen, you're so freaking stunning. You stop. You're wearing a hat to tone it down. You're like, let me just cover this face. Well, I also and... haven't like washed my hair in 18 days. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, fine. But... I'm still, it's still, it's still mom life. Um, yeah. So, so, so you had you had that kind of attitude. So you probably thought, yeah, they love me. They would totally keep me around. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, believe it or not, I really thought it would be that simple. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I didn't, the thought that they would turn me out didn't occur to me. And I'm not complaining at all. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about my naivety. This is not any complaint to any of my friends who said you have to leave. That was the right thing they did. Right, 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 right. I'm, I'm commenting on my naivety on that matter. Yeah. You're like, you're not going to adopt me. I don't understand. Have you seen this? Like, I don't understand this, this process here. (laughs) So then you immigrated to the U.S., stayed with your sister um and then you took the good indian girl route you did the finance undergrad law school was that because you actually really wanted to do that or you're like okay i need to be a doctor lawyer engineer 
you know, no, what, one no, of the paths. It's, it's complicated, right? I was living with my sister, her husband and her kids who did me a huge favor in my life and stepped in when my world had caved in, right? Right. And they knew that I I was always the kid who naturally loved to learn. Like I'm that Guju outcast who loved reading the books and loved school and wanted to get that A grade. My people are not really about that in general, <laughs> right? You know, you know what I'm talking about. So they said to me, you do whatever you want. Like study as much as you, they were nothing but kind to me then as they continue to be now. Wow. But if you're living with your married sibling and their kids, you know that the timer is on. Like it's yeah. not in, and also I just been through the experience of being kicked out many, few times. Yeah. One friend, then I was like, oh, that friend's a bad one. I'll try another one. Yeah. And then like, so I think I had a lot of like anxiety about this could end any minute. Yeah. No, yes. Yeah, so for I sure. got no, matter, no matter how funny you are, it's going to end. And, and they wouldn't be wrong to end it for right. clarity. Like I, again, not complaining. Like, uh, so I, you know, I, I went for a degree that I thought would have some, uh, you know, would have some job prospects. And I always loved to write and I always loved words. Really? I didn't know what to do with those words until I turned 44. But I was always a writer in the group. People always commented on, you know, my writing. And, you know, I was like, okay, so if you can write, you become a lawyer. What else is there? It's exactly, exactly. Right? I'm literally following exact same story. I think they, we're related. Yeah. You're my, you're my cousin. We're probably, if, we're not, if we're not, let's do it now. I, I, I email you Rocky right now. Oh my God, please. I love wearing Rockies. Yes. Right? I, I have two girls and they did Rocky to each other because I was yeah. like, oh, this is bullshit yeah. brother stuff. It's fine. Oh, no one cares. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. No, we're definitely cousins. We're going to get drunk to become cousins. It's going to happen. So then when you got to college and law school, did you have a desire to date like uh, like outside the Indian culture at all? Or were you still trying to be like, okay, no, I can't do this stuff. It's bad. Uh, no, no, not bad. There was no stigma about it. Uh, I did not really have a desire to date because I was just trying to survive. So right. I didn't want to do a single thing that could embarrass my sister or upset the apple cart. Like, Look, my sister got married very young in life, very arranged. Her husband is a very, very nice man, but they're a conservative couple. Right. So I'm already like, they've given me everything. They bought me my first car. They bought me my first, like I left India with nothing. Like when right. I say nothing, nothing. So I, the last thing I'm going to do is do something to embarrass her. And uh, so, and to be fair, I also inside me had no desire for a long time. Because I was so preoccupied with stabilizing my life and like, what am I going? What am I doing? Right. And I never really saw, you know, I didn't come from a world of dating. So when that desire first came into my mind, I was like, who am I going to marry now? Yeah. And it went yeah. straight from like, okay, so I did this. And now what exactly is my plan? Yeah. 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 No, I mean, look, if it's, it's been part of your DNA since you were yeah. born. I mean, for me, I grew up here. Right. Uh, but I'm sure as you've heard many times, the parents that have immigrated here in the 60s and 70s, my dad, my parents came in seven, 1970, uh, they tended to be a little bit more conservative because they're yeah. holding on to the Indian culture and what they thought was right so much more. And so my mom was like, yep, you can marry. And my dad was like, you can marry the Gujarati Hindu yeah. and then the Punjabi Hindu. 
I don't know what the list was. It was, it was, it was pretty much the same, like eight times down. And then that was it. And so like that was stuck in my head. And even though I did get a chance because I was born and raised here. So obviously I, I wanted to date outside the race. Um, I did up, I did end up marrying a Guju Brahmin. So high five. High five. High five. Proud, proud, yes. proud. Don't let go by. Who, who, who goes, who went to Ivy League schools? So my, I told my parents, I'm like, I win. I'm done. You cannot bug me anymore. But thank you. You're um, done. Exactly. I had a long time of feeling like, what did I do to myself? Like, where have I landed? Right. Why right. did I do this to myself? Right. So right. I was like, I will meet and marry. Yeah. Must. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, only two steps. You you knew it. It was in your mind, which is kind of it's nice. You just know I, it. There's just, no like. You know, I didn't know anything else. That's yeah. the thing. You know, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. was not like all those are luxuries now. In hindsight, like the dating and breaking up, it's it's get to know you know yourself and all. I I appreciate it today as a woman who's been here all these years. Would certainly want some of it for my daughter. Very little. Get to know yeah. somebody for a day, but. <laughs> one day of dating and then you're done <laughs> yeah i mean listen like just know what it feels like you know go get a shake shake shack veggie burger and then go so good. good yeah are you so veggie, good. Are you veggie yeah. too of course see i mean so, so much yeah, so much is happening right now then, um i was just about to ask you what what are your thoughts with your kids and dating then look I, of course you have to like move with the time a little bit a little bit not so much <laughs> one day Little, you have to like straddle both worlds a little bit, right? So I'm not your parents in that I'm not as traditional. And of course, my husband's not good you, which ruins it for everybody. Oh. He's like, let them go, have fun. What? Why? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you be quiet. You yeah. sit in your room. Yeah, you yeah. Don't come out. You have no say in anything. No, and, and they, but the kids know, right? That's the thing about kids is that they know how to manipulate, how to right. ask the right parent the right question. Yeah. So they want to know, should I go on date? That will never come to me. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Never is like, going to. No, no, that goes to him and he is not listening. So he says yes to everything. Well, tell them to call Ami Auntie. Yes. I'm, I'm in between you and your husband. Yeah, but I'm more not, no. I'm not going to, I'm not going to no, say go. No, no, right. More on the no side. Whatever you say, you're my cousin. So it's there fine. you go. Like yeah, I yeah. was, and plus, so now I kind of reached little hybrid. I said, let me see report card of person. Yeah. Let me see what classes they're taking. Yeah. Now, sometimes the people they bring, it's looking more to me like a tutoring situation. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. my kid is there, advanced right. post AP classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a kid who's struggling in technometry. It's looking more like a dating, not more tutoring. Okay, I'm okay with that. I think that's a safe way to go. Right? Yeah. Okay, that's a nice, it's, it's kind of a date in your in your own house where you can watch like right there. It's fine. And, and you're helping human humanity. Yeah. Help, help them that along. Should, that should definitely be a scene in your screenplay. Mm, maybe should, it is. Uh, oh. Ah, see? See? Want to cover Chibundu? I know. Ah, auntie knows what's up, baby. Can I be auntie number two, maybe? Uh, done. Done. All right. Podcast is over. <laughs> it's on my website. Um, so then you got married at 22. Yeah, you say you trapped your hubby, which yeah, I love I yeah, because that's that's what we all do. No, no, hundred percent. I own it. Can you give me a little bit of the trap story? Oh yeah, and and I, I should because your young people who listen to you should know. Yeah, in nineteen ninety seven, nineteen ninety seven, 
there was the beginnings of online dating even a indian website i was yeah. in i was in cleveland ohio finishing up law school thinking i will never meet indian man here yeah it was so hard and i was going so fast in 6 yeah. years i finished everything 5 years college law school so i oh, damn. no time to do anything right and i was driving by somewhere and i saw ad aol you know the company aol of course of course i tell yeah. you i'm i'm only a few years behind you so their, i and their I'm... original slogan when aol launched their original slogan was open up your world i was like ganesh sent them to me <laughs> this is straight from god has sent because i'm sitting here thinking how do i meet so i bought the 1999 i remember thinking wow very expensive to open up the world yep. Yep. but i bought the thing and i oh i'm like how meet guys so um i found this website like really primitive html site what what was it called matrimonials.com oh amazing amazing <laughs> amazing name i was like ganesh is like i'm giving it yeah. to you beta yeah. Take, yeah. take how yeah. much easier do i make it so i'm looking at it going oh my god okay so every single ad from a woman was their mom their sister meet my sister meet my daughter meet now i don't have anybody to speak for me so i was like i'll just put my own ad right i'm not going to go back to my sister now do one more thing for me yeah 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 me? hey can you also get me married thanks you know like i was not so i just took a random shot and i put my and i'm like i'm just going to put whatever i really want like why why bullshit around right i will put what i want and if i get that then we will see where it goes and if not then not anyway i'm not doing anything so <laughs> i literally created the world's most craziest obnoxious list now i know in hindsight back then as a 21 year old i was like of course yeah well, you should be brilliant because why otherwise would i talk to you you should have a report card that i can verify how will i yeah. know yeah yeah like some totally. random sanjay vijay shows up and says i'm brilliant like how am i supposed yeah, to yeah yeah, yeah 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 right Yeah. and i don't even know all the colleges and all in america i'm like they just give degrees like that only to anybody who pays and there was no social media back then so you no. can't check on anything no. so yeah so i note everything i said you should bring your blood results also so i know your body clean now in, in yep. corona virus times people appreciate it yeah drug tests is good yeah and i just wrote oh my god and i said i want uh, ambition is this and i want that and i just wrote whatever and i put it out there and hundreds of response i woke up the next day and my what happened i realized why hundreds of responses because i was the only girl that the guys could speak to without going through their going mother going through their mothers their like it was a refreshing change for a lot of guys right so then i those became the dates i was like i am not leaving cleveland because i have no money and i'm not doing that yeah. you come wherever yeah. you want to come from you come i have a mcdonald's picked out across the street we will so good here. But yeah so we are like doing quick half an hour date guys flying from california to cleveland in half an hour we are like yeah this didn't work sorry this is amazing <laughs> this is like the best most efficient way of dating no and it, and i and there were times when i was into the guy but he wasn't into me i'm fine with that also i said look dude i know you're not into me it's totally fine let's start, let's let's end the misery for you and me Well why don't let you pay for the McDonald's and we can yeah, just end this. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. And I right. was very like I think I shocked a few guys with like, you know, a matter of factness, but I had really no time to waste. In yeah. my head I was on a mission. Right, right, right. So my husband at the time was like in Europe doing a summer internship something and there were a bunch of guys 
you know, just, you know how you scroll the personals. Yep. And they were like, oh my, and they, they all stumbled on my ad. And he read my ad and he, he responded to tell me that I'm completely batshit crazy and this can't possibly be true. <laughs> and at the time, I was so self-righteous that I was like, what is he talking about? Like, not only is it true, it's working. I yeah. have all these people. Like, so I was like, I'm on a mission, which yeah. I wrote in there to get married. Like, I was very clear. Good. And I, I said, I was, and then because the movie, that TV show Friends had scared the shit out of me, I was like, I don't <laughs> want to be your friend. Please, please, for can, God's sake, do not come I, here. Can I just say, you're probably the first person I've ever met that has said that the, the, the TV show Friends has scared them. That's amazing. That's, that's no, fantastic. No, it is very scary. Okay. <laughs> everybody is sleeping with everybody. They're coming, they're going like, I don't want that in my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. I love yeah. it. It's just awesome. I want like one person get married, go get job and make money. That's yeah, yeah, what that, I wanted. So yeah, I was yeah, like, shopping. what is this? Yeah. yeah I really, this... there were years where I was like, my dad might have been right. Like, what was I thinking? <laughs> Throwing myself into this mad world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. So anyway, I told him, I said, I'm on a mission. Like, I don't know what you're doing. And then somehow like a banter stuck and he's like, no, what do you think? I'm like, why are you asking me what I think? I don't think this is all I do. You, yeah. You know, please continue with your life. Yeah. And he's like, I don't believe you. So I started forwarding him responses because I was like, I was offended that people were questioning my integrity. Yeah. And like somehow, you know, that's how friendship start. The friendship started and, you know, he's like, Okay, I really want to meet you, even though you're batshit crazy. I said, I'm not meeting. Like, did you read the ad? Meet for marriage. Yeah. You you want to meet me? Like, yeah, what do you think? I'm a museum piece? Like, no. <laughs> I mean, you kind of are a museum piece. No, at now. the time, no. Okay, I, okay, okay. I should have charged money to all you those McDonald's. But I would have, should have first been like this French fries first. Yeah, yeah. They better, yeah. They better have paid for the McDonald's at least. No, though. they did though. They were okay, good. Gracie guys that way were very nice. I'll tell you. Good. They were, they were weird and stupid ways. Okay. Like there was a guy who literally, cell phones were brand new back then. Oh God. Not what we have now. I had a guy record the whole thing. I didn't even realize he's recording me. Not like, not, not cheesy, like, not cheesy. Like, like his mom wanted to see what the date was like. Oh, hey, Bhagwan. So they did cheesy shit like that. Like, you know, yeah. like there were guys that brought like photos, you know, standing next to a big fancy car or a tiger. And you're looking at him like, you know, like a tiger. The tiger's no, the best one. No, I'm telling you like shirt open to here. Good you guy. No, seriously. You're a good you guy named Ramnik. No, but I want to now. You're not, you're not hanging out with tigers, my friend. Yeah. You're Please. definitely not. You know, it's, it's fine. Like, I'm not even, yeah. you know what I mean? It wasn't part of your list, Tiger Man. So they were Man, doing yeah. weird, funny things. It was not like, they were never, they were always respectful. Everybody paid. Like, no, I mean, they flew from all over. They're not going to skimp on five bucks. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 good. Yeah. But, but I don't know, good, good I you guys up, scare me a little bit sometimes. You never they, know, but yeah. They're scary for different reasons. What I'm right, saying right. is it's not the five, ten dollars here and there. They they are right. scary, but not for that reason. Right. But but the message that I in my story, if I give anybody to the young ones now, is that love is out there online. People have a stigma. I mean, I am now kind of mostly somewhat happily married for 23 years, <laughs> you know, depending on the day. Uh, if we're not so superbly happily married, they make meds. 
they make the drugs to carry over to the next drugs kid. are fantastic we yeah. should talk about that too we should, like hello three kids you have- look look this whole idea of being super happy in marriage forever and ever it's just such bullshit like i think the best word is i love of course love love whatever I, I love your whole piece on saying i love you in america um but I'm I'm at peace and I'm content and things are good. Like I'm not happy all the time with my. I mean, dumb. That's maybe that would be ridiculous. Ridiculous. Who is happy yeah. all the time? No. And if you are, then you're lying or or you're on drugs. You're hundred percent. Yeah, which is fine too if yeah. you want to do that. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. 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 Right. I'm I'm thinking after the age of sixty, I'll just be high all the time. That might yeah, and no, don't don't even wait till sixty. Yeah, maybe I should start sooner. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so 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 you trapped him. So fantastic. Yeah. I have to ask, I know your dad passed away. Yeah. Because I want to just wrap up about your family stuff and then we're going to get to, uh, you know, um, the funny Indian auntie ever best thing in the world. Um, What would your dad say now? He would stick to his gun. He would stick to his gun. It's a mistake. He will say, and and in some ways he would not be wrong. The guy that, you know, in a traditional Indian context... I would have been in a much richer marriage, like money-wise. I don't mean like, you know, just I'm being honest. Right. He would have said, that guy is worth how much? And you are here worth what? You're doing a show on Subway at 45. I would have put you in a palace. So he would have stuck to his guns. Okay. He liked my husband, what little he knew of him towards the end, because they never really met. Okay. Very briefly. Uh, but he never thought it was a good match. He thought it was a bad idea on my side, and I, he would have stuck by it today. Even after seeing all the su- success you've had now, this is not success to him, though. Him. That's right. the thing. Right, right. Success is different to different people. No, you're right. Oh, yeah. Especially he, he, Indian parents. He's yeah. he's gonna say my 45 year old daughter is out there working. That's not successful. Where yeah. in his world, I would be like, you know, I would be a grandma by now, probably. Right, 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 right. And like, I would have 10 people wait on me in Bombay, where here I'm in New York. Like, you know, I like right before this, I was cleaning toilets. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's life. Yeah. Here. So in his eyes, this is not success. Yeah. Yeah. And and I don't begrudge him that. I no. actually don't. It, You're it's, right. It's and it's, it's, a, it's a common story. This is not that your dad is not unique in that way. No. Uh, and yeah. and I, I, in some way, I appreciated his total honesty. Right, right. He knew, he knew where he stood. Yeah, he wasn't trying to like, he, he, he in his eyes was trying to give me the best life right. I could possibly get. Right, right. And he eyes. would say that right now. If he was here right now, he would tell you yeah. the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely, look, I, I get it. I feel like all, a lot of our Indian dads have that in them to a certain degree. Yes, you know? but if you and live so. here, you're probably not going to say it so openly. Right, right. You're in India, no one cares. He's just going to say, you married the poor guy? Oh, I hope you're happy. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Over here, they definitely wouldn't. Yeah. Um, and do your, do your kids think you're funny? Because if they do, let me know how you did that because I'm working on mine right now. And I think that'll be my, that's my biggest challenge and achievement, I feel like. Yeah. No, it is. it is something when your kids validate what you do. I feel funny saying it, but I, you know, I think they think I'm funny because you know why? Because their friends think I'm funny. 
the way to get your your kids to think you're funny is to make their friends laugh uh... when their friend says to them oh your mom's so funny that's like you there's no reversing that opinion Wow. That's the I gold like standard. It. You know, I work, so mine are still little. They're seven and yeah. four. Sure. So, but I am noticing, you know, from, from my seven-year-old Anya, if, if Claire and Bella think I'm cool. Then you're cool. Do it. Yeah. Do so it. that's your target. Your target is your kids' friends. Ah. Uh, you know? And then one last question before we start getting yeah, to the career. Yeah, no, absolutely. What, what about your mom? What do you think your mom would say? My mom would also have many regrets. My mom was a classic Indian stay-at-home homemaker. Always told me, have a career when she was alive. She died early. So, you know, I ended up getting married and being a stay-at-home mom for all 16, 17 years. Her words haunted me those years because I know she wanted me to do something, do something again not to suggest moms don't do anything and I lived that life for almost two decades so I'm not at all but you know she always said do something and so uh, for many years I I have some regrets over the years that I didn't work okay and and her words haunted me I think today she would be proud that's awesome. Today, yeah, I feel like that would be the, that's, that's yeah. how my mom is. So yeah. that, that actually goes right into what I was going to ask you next. Cause I know 98, I looked at your timeline, 98 to 03, mom, three kids. You had three kids in five years? No, uh, no, I had three kids over uh, nine years. Okay. I was like, Two wow. or three years apart. And then one came six years. The third one came six years later. Surprise. No, 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 not okay. surprise. That's a budget. Yeah, budget. budget. Okay. 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 Yeah. Good. 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 Well, I, again, another message to all the young ones. Yeah. I see a lot of people. They're like, you know, we'll have them close in age. We'll reuse the crib. We'll reuse. Okay. If you cannot afford to buy a new crib, then don't. Then, do yeah. not have the the yeah. crib is the least of your issues. Yeah, uh, the baby can sleep anywhere. It's fine. You know, when I hear, so we we had my husband and I had zero money. We came here. What little money we had, we spent getting. He got his. A business school degree you know day school they like they like rob you blind like you know we had nothing right so every every time we wanted our family we wanted a big family but it was like can we afford it are we yeah you know? yeah and and it took time so yeah budget, budget. i like that that's a um, right that's the right answer yeah i mean we i would it have been great to have had them up it's a close in age yes but we couldn't have afforded it, it was stressful yes enough no like, I feel like maybe you could talk to my husband because I feel like I'm ready for that third now because it's budgeting, seven, four. Yeah, and now, it. like, we're doing, like, you know, getting the finances are getting better and better. And I'm like, huh. Yeah, do it. So then did you practice law at all? Yeah. Or were you, mm-hmm. Okay. Where'd you practice law? For a little law? time in New okay. York. Okay. So when I met my husband, I had come to New York, got my first job, you know, trying to like, and visa hassles. I was on a student visa, nightmare. I did all of it, got the thing, and then fell in love with a guy who lived in Europe. Like, I couldn't, that's what I'm telling you, that even though I was not talking to my dad at all, he kind of had an awareness of what I was doing. And every time he heard a new update, he was like, she just wants to destroy her own life. I can't do it. Because <laughs> I finally got a job. I got the paperwork. I got a work visa. And then he's like... Fe- yeah. Like the Guju guy <laughs> with the tiger was a citizen. It should have been the smart move. And you would have had a tiger in your house. Listen. I mean, Zerna, 
And then, why, why are you so selfish, dude? Why can't in, you just... Instead, I'm with this like young guy who's younger than me. My ad said, be older than me. Now I'm stuck with a guy younger than me. What am I going to do? Change diapers now? Well, you know, like, and then here we are. So now I fell in love and then boom, done. Give love. up paperwork, give up every... My law firm is like, are you sure? After yeah. all that we went through to give you your... I was like... So love ruined everything. God everything. damn it. I God know. damn it, love. No, I know. Seriously. So then you, you practiced. Yeah. Were you, then, did you guys live in Europe at all? Or were yeah, you guys... we did in Sweden. Okay. Crazy. Yes. He was in Switzerland. His job moved to Sweden. We went to India one week, got married, moved to Sweden. So I got married one week later, moved to India. Wow. Was that wow. planned or a surprise? Yeah, no, no, that would have been a random surprise if he didn't tell me. Um, no, he um, got through Pepsi. So it was oh, a okay. program oh, he was okay. in. He asked Indraji. I'm not sure why I'm calling her Indraji. Maybe he'll help me get her. Yeah, on the in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, or new EG. Um, he was in, in her program that she started on this leadership development program. Okay. And no yeah. one had gone to Indy before. And we're like, let's one up everyone and just, you know, t- tell Indraji, we're going to go to India. Is that cool for the program? She loved it. We of were in, in, in India for three years. We're in Gurgaon. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which yeah. was, which yeah. was shit pretty yeah. much. Oh, well, Not, Delhi. Are you kidding me right now? Like that's a whole other, I don't, yeah. that whole, that, I think I had dengue like twice there. Oh no. Yeah. Like I don't, oh, uh, things were just, it was, yeah, I was yeah, like, I was, I, I don't even know what I'm breathing right now. At this point. <laughs> um, and then we were in Bangalore for a year and a half. Yeah. Be- was Bangalore better? I, I could breathe. And then not as many men would stare yeah. at this museum piece right here. Yeah. And so it, it, it was better. It was definitely be- Nothing's better than Bombay. Yeah. I mean, I maybe listen. maybe not Bori Valley or Gandhi Valley, but still in general. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. generally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, yeah. so Sweden. So I feel like Sweden, you would have a lot of good stories. I I mean, it was great. It was, I had a job there too. Okay. Because I found a job. I worked as a in-house for a company. Okay. For a few, it ended up being, again, I thought, that, okay, fine. Leave everything, go Sweden. Fine, no problem. Chalo right. Sweden, we live, we make life there. Right. Within months, he got into business school in America. I'm like, what are you doing to me, man? This Speak the police. You know what I mean? I'm like sitting there. I'm like, can you just freaking decide what you want to do? Yeah, the love, the whole love, the the whole love thing started going going down. I'm going there, I'm going here, I'm going there. Like just stay put in one place. This is my seventh seventh move in 11 years. Oh my God. So you know. Yeah, this is why I sometimes drink during the day. Yeah, sometimes. Mm. Sometimes. I mean, yeah. Um, so you guys moved back here. Where? What area? New York. He, New York. he okay. got into Columbia, so we were in New York. Then okay. since then, we have been here only. Okay. Even Shandy. though, even though my dream is to go and was always to move into the birthplace of the Indian people in America, New Jersey. You can still do it. No, he never let me. He never. I yeah. said, but he's controlling like that. Oh. I said I want house in Edison, New Jersey, in the nearest to the parking lot of Patel. Oh my God, that would yes, be amazing! Right? You walk in, you get the fresh, you know, the dhania, the the mango, the everything. That was my dream. I said, okay, if we have to live here somewhere, let's live there. Where I and then go. I can come visit you and go grocery shopping and then come hang out. Yeah, and it will be twelve bucks. Yeah. Right yeah. now, where I am, Manhattan. 
What's he bucks, thinking? Why is 12, he being selfish? 12 bucks, I get this tissue. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hope so, it's nice. I hope it's nice and soft though. Yeah. So, you can but, do it. I have faith. You can make it but there. Now I have comedy. So finish. Anyway, we are here now. But so Edison, you would, you would have such a big audience there. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but my audience is global now. You know, I know. Like, so I, I, I have an idea, though. Okay. If you did move there, this is another way we can ha- a partner as cousins. Mm-hmm. You can run for mayor, and I could like, help you run the campaign. You could totally do it. Mayor of Edison? Or whatever. I don't know. Mayor let's, of something. Listen, let's announce it right here on your podcast. I think you should just do it. Run I'll do the campaign. Yes. We'll just do like, we'll just do Zoom calls to everybody. And how hard can it be? No, and really, we don't even need to get elected. Right. Tell right, people, right. just just Insta DM us your votes. We and, some, get, and money. And, and money. money. Like Venmo, little bit of money campaign yeah. funds. Yeah, yeah. And we will put a sign up saying elected tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think this is un, 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 unofficially elected. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is anybody keeping track? <laughs> no, no one will know, anyways. I'm mayor. You are deputy mayor. <laughs> you should go to all the Indian restaurants. Hello, mayor of Edison, right here. <laughs> I think it's a great idea, <laughs> and no one will know. The more we put it on social media, the more it's true. Listen, we, we post it on a schedule, you know, put it on the Trello board <laughs> every Monday, Thursday, Friday. By the end of the year, we will become president also. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God, we're so smart. This is amazing. I'm very, I'm very excited, excited about this prospect. I love this suggestion. I love it. See? See? I should be part of your screenplay. Just letting you know. It's coming. I'm very excited. So... About the writing. So were you writing this whole time though? When no, you were never. No. no. Okay. So you loved it. So when did it, when did the writing pick up again? When did it start? So then my husband got a real job and you know how it is. We're alone in New York and like, okay, he's making little money. At least he's paying the bills. <laughs> I have to support that because until, you know, you know, first kid, second kid. Budget. I was like, a budget. I was like, you know what? Makes no sense for me to work. Because everything will go just between the housekeeping and the nanny. Like, we couldn't afford it. Be honest. You know, you're a mom. Working costs money. Yeah. We couldn't afford it. It was cheaper for us to have have me stay home and support the family, you know, with the work. So I was home for like 15 years and I was dying inside. So I was, as I told, I'm the, I'm the kid that wanted to learn my whole life. I was 10 years old. I think when I bought my first business magazine and obsessed about it. Wow. Like what are people doing? What businesses, what's happening? You know, and then here I am like 30 something and I'm like, you know, washing the dishes and making rollies. Yeah. So not even 30, 40 something actually 42 for, and I'm thinking, okay, when my kids are in school, settled my third one started kindergarten I'm like I am working I don't care I've done this enough yes and he was also in kindergarten full-time my older ones were getting older so I'm like what do I want to do right I didn't think going back to law made sense just because the structure of how I was good at it even though I make jokes about how I sucked I was really good at it 
But I'm, uh, a, I'm a lawyer too, no. You know that, right? So you know, like, we, how hard is it to be good at I, I retired. I retired 10 years ago. So yeah, like, done. we yeah. don't. So anyway, yeah. um, we, I thought, let me do, uh, you know, um, what should I do? And I thought, why don't I do something no one's doing? Like, you know, that no one wants to do. And I watched Bollywood my whole life, always thinking, why isn't anybody writing like a fun movie about India? Enough with the sad, crying brown mm-hmm. people tales, right? Mm-hmm. So I thought, how hard can it be? I took one screenwriting class and I said, let me try. And I started writing. I mean, the guy, the teacher said, write about your life. It's the easiest way to start. Right, right. And I started writing. I'm like, okay, chill, done. Right. Yeah. Yep. And I started writing and then, you know, learned each step, like learned the process, learned the thing. Then I found out that if you want to get it, it's not like I, in my imagination, you call Disney and say, hello, my movie is ready. Make it now. Obviously. Not like that. Pretty much. Okay. So so I learned. So then I, then I found out competitions, this, that. So I applied and then, you know, it kind of started placing well. And then I was like, oh, I really know how to write this. Yeah. I mean, it came from a really deep place of like yeah. feeling like, why isn't anybody showing the fun side of being Indian? And um, and why is my big fat Greek wedding, the reigning champion of rom-coms, there's only 25 million Greeks in the world. I know, I right? know. Right, right. So that's where that started. And well, it probably resonated with so many people, right? And like, obviously coming, doing your life story, obviously you can, you really, your heart is on the paper. Yeah, you I know? mean, but I, yeah, I didn't know what else to write. So I just wrote my story. Well, you have quite a story. That's, that's yeah, for well. sure. <laughs> um, and so then I know you, we, you mentioned this on your website and stuff like that. Um, and I'm always curious about this too. I mean, I kind of know the answer to it. And it's because I have used comedy and trying to be the funny one my whole life. I know what I would say is the answer, but what is your answer as to why there aren't enough Indian females out there trying to be funny? First of all, culturally, we don't think women should laugh. It's considered vulgar. If you Google it, women laughing in the brown nations, and I, I lump all the brown nations in one category. As you should, yeah. And Asian countries too, like even mm-hmm. China. And like it's vulgar. Like if you notice, women are supposed to be seen, not heard, right? And like this loud, goofing type American laughter, forget it. Super right. vulgar. Second, our men apparently have the most fragile egos, even on the spectrum of male egos. So what will we joke about? We can't joke about the men. The men have made careers out of mocking women, putting them on stage, mother-in-law, uh, wife, daughter, f- how fat women are. They do it all the time. But God forbid we say a word back. Mm-hmm. Culturally, we don't do that. Right. So you do have a generation of uh, Indian American comedians who are born and raised here and who like, fuck that, I'm going to do it. Right. But my kind of people don't do that because if you're born in that world, you're naturally programmed to refrain. Like your in-laws can be the worst in-laws on earth and you may not like them nor cooperate with them, but you're probably not going to like announce it to the world. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. Look, I mean, I grew up here and I, you know, I'm loud. I, again, like you, I just, I say what I feel. I'm kind of out there. And I've always been called like jungly or like crazy or, and I used to think that was a bad thing. 
Yeah. Until I'm yeah, married, yeah. I'm, until I marry the man that married, like, I think he loves me because of it. Who knows? Yeah. Um, and so I think the only reason I never actually tried to, try to embrace that as much as I'm trying to now is out of fear. Really? Out of fear yeah. and out of like, I'm going to embarrass my parents. I'm going to embarrass yeah. this person. I don't want them to feel bad. I mean, just shit that doesn't matter anymore and i just it's fear really yeah, i think no. and and that by the way you're not it's not unfounded right embracing that and being vocal about who you are is a very huge act of vulnerability and everybody indian or not woman or not struggles with it totally it just happens that our culture heightens that whole battle totally and uh, i think that also uh, i'm not sure how comfortable women are with taking that emotional risk Comedy not- is a particularly like you live and die in that moment very publicly. Like I've had bombs where like I literally be and we all comedians, not just me. You've held back tears because, you know, you just did that badly. And and you've got to be able to withstand that type of emotional heat. Right. Uh, but luckily for me, I've been trained my whole life. Auntie number sure. one. Auntie number one. Not for no reason, baby. You're, you're like, go ahead and, and try to boo me. See yeah. how I act. Go ahead. I was, try like, I was like, yeah, let's, let's see. Let's yeah. see. Okay. When I, when I realized what was what, I was like, mm, I might be able to do this. Yeah. Because you had that. I mean, you got kicked out of houses. At, I mean, not kicked out of That's, houses. But no, like no, you, no, you've but had to go through, through your, this journey. This, no, it this... is kicked out of the houses is completely accurate. Is it accurate? Yeah. So, so like... Humiliated you, everything, of course. So my and my and by the way, not my own dad was chasing me. Right, he was trying to scare the shit out of anybody who took me in. So it was a weird dynamic. Like he was a very rich man in Bombay. Right. So if you took my daughter and his daughter and against his wishes, you don't think there were going to be repercussions to that? Well, so that's what I was saying. I feel like you know weird way I, I don't mean this like uh, i'm glad you went through it but because yeah. you went through it you were able to do this whereas i kind of grew up very sheltered and you know mommy and daddy were all i mean just it was just very a, kind of a smooth upbringing and i was always i just grew up with that fear i was too sensitive to do this kind of stuff when i when i launched this podcast the first episode was uh about the me too movement Right. I mean, I was peeing in my juddies the night before, (laughs) before, because I was like, what? Thinking all this crazy stuff. By the way, I was downloaded like by 10 people, obviously. But like, my mind was like, what if this is a downfall, downfall of my family? And they work so, (laughs) they work as if I'm living in like a Rajas, like in a prince, prince palace or whatever. But like, what if this is a downfall of my family? What if my, all this, just, I was just so scared to talk and just to be me in public, you know? And now 48 episodes later, I'm like, whatever, it's fine. Husband's not leaving me now. It's okay. (laughs) Um, And I I also love that you said, and I think you really meant this, that Indian aunties really do are really are storytellers. They really are good storytellers. And because I feel like in like, I had so many like kitchen parties growing up with my parents and all the aunties would always have, they were funny. They would always have fantastic stories that they could tell each other during these like family gatherings. Of and course. it's so true. There's so many aunties out there that I feel like if they had a chance could be great storytellers. Listen, that's how our stories have been passed on. I mean, it's not like the women aren't laughing. They're just not doing it publicly. 
Right. They, they, they're doing it like privately. And, and, you know, it's all under the covers, hush, hush. Right. And when I first had awareness of it, I, I didn't even realize it. When I did my first comedy show, I was like, five people will come. We'll do it for a few days and then it will be over. Right. But the turnout, just this, the groundswell of people, I was like, what is happening? Like women are driving from Connecticut, New Jersey. Like what's happening? Yeah. And I realized that it's never been done in public. These stories that we have told each other about our in-laws and about our kids and whatever, like it's never. Never. Because been... no one's had the balls to do it. I feel like saying balls. I should get the other of balls. I mean, balls, but no one has had the gall to do it. And then also on top of it, Zerna, you're, you know, you're in your forties, you have kids, like no, like we're in the same class. Like no one thinks a middle-aged mom mm-hmm. could go out there and actually be funny, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. you are connecting with so many people that are like, wait a minute, like, this is awesome. Like you are representing us and it's, it's refreshing. I you mean, know? I hope, I hope representing well. I actually take that very seriously, even though I didn't sign up to represent anybody because I know I'm the only one doing it. I take it seriously. Like I love, I, I like writing good jokes. That's why yeah. I'm a hundred percent clean comedian. Right. I mean, there's right. a reason I'm on every company's shortlist right now as a preferred virtual comedian, because you don't have to worry about my material. Right. Right. I Which only is, write clean jokes. I feel like it's, I got to say, I feel like that is somewhat more important nowadays than it used to be just because the culture is changing so much in terms of like sensitivities and what you can say and what you can't say. So like you're naturally like that, I know, but I think it does resonate with the times now. You know? Yeah, I mean, I think so. And I and I think it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. Like, no, it is a good thing. We all need some positivity and just like it's it's good to have – Comedy can be clean. It doesn't have to be and negative. And by the way, even aside from the whole Desi angle, comedy in America has been very sexist. Right. Oh, the, yeah. The, if you talk to women comedians who are white, black, they'll tell you it's been... So uh, when I realized what I was onto, it became a much bigger war than I thought I was kind of getting into. Right. Like, right. you know, it shouldn't be like that for our white sisters, our Latino sisters. Like, there, there's more to them than their blonde hair and whatever that they've been picked on for years. So yeah. I kind of unknowingly became part of this crusade of women who who are standing against it. And and I'm proud. Like I love my level of writing. I love putting out A plus quality work. Yeah. And uh which you are. No, I think it's I think it's fantastic. It's um I like I said when I heard when I heard about you, I was like, oh my God, I have to talk to her. I don't even yeah. care if she records with me, if she doesn't, because you no, are I'm not even precious. I want as many women like I, I try to do as much as I can because if my words are helping one more woman take that next step, it's really I see it as a win. It's a no. win. And it's that's 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 why people are drawn to you, Zarna, because a lot of people in your position that have done so much and have all these followers and shows and have so much going on don't necessarily take that point of view. Um, And it's so important, I think, to try to take that point of view and to do that. Um, I mean, I don't even know what the alternative would be. So it's pointless. this is the only way we all have to work together. I mean, I'll tell you that the Trump years were bad, but the one good thing that came out of it was that the women 
were like, if we don't band together, yeah, we're all fucked. Yeah, shit's gonna go down. Like, yeah. it's gonna, it's gonna get like, stupid, ugly. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. a wake up call like we've never had before. Yeah, you know what I mean. We, we I, really I, got. I feel like there's been a movement. Like I feel yeah. like there's a groundswell. Like just last night at my show, uh, six different friends showed up individually, women, because they were like, they know if I've announced a show, I'm there. Yeah. And they all wanted to just hang out and have a good time. And I thought I was being pranked. Like one came, I was like, is this a surprise party? What's happening? <laughs> and, and then I realized that these women, just the husband was busy or the kid or whatever. And they were like, I just want to go laugh. And they yeah. all thought of me. I was so honored. And I felt like a sisterhood had, has evolved that we weren't even planning to have. You know That's what amazing. I mean? Well, I'm I'm going to be part of it soon. Absolutely. So I'm coming you, to you. I want to come to your shows. Very well. Um, so I got to ask. So, I, so your topics, like you were talking about, you cover like marriage, kids, mother-in-laws. Yeah. Uh, I, I like your whole, your observational with a bindi uh, yeah. uh, kind of tagline. Um, so what is the secret? Like, how can I talk about my mother-in-law? I, I just love the fact that you are approaching these topics that have been so scary for married Indian women to talk yes. about, right? Because look, we all talk about my mother, our mother-in-laws, father-in-laws. Um, but then you have your husband who you're like, oh. And, yeah. and how, how have you approached talking about all that? I, I, you know, when you do even podcasts, I'm sure there are days where you worry you might get canceled. You said right. something, you offended right. something, maybe blah, blah, blah. And I had a lot of that, but those worries when I first started and whatever. And I was like, you know, I had a moment of like, how much am I going to worry about? Right. I could upset this one. I could upset that one. I could upset my neighbor. I now only focus on my intent. Right. Am I intending to shame somebody, humiliate somebody? No. No. Then I just stick with my intent because how the whole world or anybody in the world perceives it, it's not in my control anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't sit there and worry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so once you remove that burden of what you you know that you love your husband, your husband knows you love him, you can make jokes about it. That's okay. You'll survive it. He might even laugh. He might even be like, I never knew you thought about this. I don't think he listens to my podcast, but we'll work on that next. You know what? It will come with time. And and so you see what I'm saying? Even my mother-in-law was shocked what I was doing. Not that I was doing it because... We love each other. My mother-in-law and I, even through our differences, have a very healthy respect for each other. And she knew right away that the jokes were jokes. Right. That's awesome. And we're all on one team. Like, I'm not, if I need to shame her, I can, like, just put an Insta post. I don't need to go on Caroline's stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's meant to be funny. It's meant to be cathartic. It's meant to be... But my number one goal now in creating content is that I focus on my intent. Intent. Because the like world that. is so crazy. Like, you don't know who's going to get pissed off. Like, I don't even know. And I'm really from India. Half the thing, my kids think I'm wrong every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't say this. You can't say that. You said that. And then there's so many times I watch stuff on TV. Like, there's, you know, that like Seinfeld's final episode of them going to an Indian wedding. Mm-hmm. I found it offensive. Yeah. I said... Who's going to tell him now? Okay. Yeah. I understand. He's the biggest deal. So don't tell him, but they're talking about how there are no toilets in India and blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't go around like making a big, big stink about it. Like, you know what I mean? It's because they're just not used to women of color doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Saying that kind of stuff. And I'm pro 
not making a stink, but then don't make a stink about what right, I Right, right. If you do your thing, I'll do my thing. Yeah, like, it's fine. Listen, you don't like me, unfollow me. Why are you following me anyway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have 20 million TikTok followers. I'm fine. Fine. No, <laughs> you do you. You do you. Be Go. Please. Seriously, yeah. guys. Yeah. So I want to talk about your accolades. 20 million oh. views on TikTok. By the way, first time I even went on TikTok was this morning and I was like, oh, I can do this. This is fun. Yes, it's um, so fun. Uh, please, I, please join us. I, you might, you might have convinced me to join. I'm like, why not? Um, it's sold the out new clubs. Culture. Sold out clubs. Yes. Sold out clubs across the country. Headlined your own show, My American Dream. Yes. At the famous Carolines on Broadway. Yep. You've done tons of online comedy shows. I think you were covered by the New York Times, correct? Um, right. And then my favorite of all the stuff you've done is your impromptu sets outside major landmarks across New York city. And so is there like one Holy shit moment you can remember saying, Oh my God, I made like, I'm doing this. Like, this is crazy. Uh, I have to say I was very emotional at Caroline's because I've done shows. I've done huge shows and I've done hugely successful shows where people I've seen people have tears in their eyes, like Indian weddings. When I do, the elderly people line up to with tears in their eyes. They're like for 50, 60 years, we've laughed at jokes we don't understand with American comedians or TV shows. It's the first time we we understand the joke. Like I, awesome. I'm not kidding. Like elderly old people line up, hold my hand, they thank me. So if that's a moment. But Caroline's wall to wall, 300 plus people just standing there, hanging onto my every word. And when we ended that, and I made it desi. We played Bollywood music. I had a diaz all over. I took over the whole thing. And we all started crying. Like the women in the audience and myself included, we all started crying. And Caroline's guy was like, okay, you guys were happy like a minute ago. What happened? You know, <laughs> we're Indian. We're Indian. Yes. That's what happens. I told him, I'm like, it's a good thing. It is a very good thing. Relax. And he's like, I don't understand what's happening. But it was a very emotional moment, and uh, I knew that I could do it. Like it, it, I, I don't know how to say it because I don't want to be overly arrogant, and it's all you know. You're supposed to not be that way, but I'm telling you, I've got this. Yeah, I feel I've got it. I, I can take any stage anywhere, and and make it my own, and bring India to. I've done church shows in like small towns where elderly white people, black people have come up to me and said, you know, all our lives we wanted to go to India. Yeah. Today you brought India to you us. You brought it to them. Yeah, because they probably haven't had a chance they to even can't. interact yeah. with Indian people. And I, I'm I'm abbreviating, like I have to sit, they talk for like an hour and a half and I hold their hand and I say, they're like, and then my son did this and then I lost my job and whatever, you know, life. Yeah, yeah. And I listen to the whole story and they're like, but today I feel, and I'm like, I don't even know what to say. You're bringing but, them joy. You're kind yeah. of like a therapy session that no, you didn't, and then they I'm needed. Like, okay, let me complete the experience. You owe me some money. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, and a drink, and it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. It, I think Caroline's was definitely a moment where, like, and we played the the national anthem, Indian national anthem, wow. at the end of the show. It was very emotional. It was, you know, and then I've done shows in Central Park where yeah. I did the whole Diwali show. I don't put the images online because the mass police gets upset. If you do it, they're pissed. If you don't do it, you're damned. If you do it, damned. If you don't, 200 people. I never advertised it. I had few Insta stories that I'm doing Diwali under this tree in Central Park. 200 people 
vendors, restaurants with food, the dhol guy, free everything. I didn't have budget. What budget? There was no ticket, so everything was free. And we are all dancing, celebrating Diwali under a tree. That's amazing. It just goes yeah. to show people are they're so wanting to con- the community to connect. They need something. Yeah. And I was like, it. if if God has given me that gift and that job, I mean, I'll take it and I'll do it yeah. the best I can. Yeah. You know, and you'll take that, it with, with the tickets too. Yes. For yeah. Sure. Oh, no, for, for sure. I mean, yes. And so then rearranged, right? Yeah. It's, it's the funny and true story of a tenacious teen girl, AKA maybe you raised yeah. in, the, in the patriarchy of wealthy India in the nineties who flees an arranged marriage in pursuit of a life and love of her own in America. So that has won the best comedy feature at Austin film festival, the Academy Nicole Fellowships for Screenwriting 2019. Did not win. It was a semifinalist. Semifinalist. Yes. Just for clarity, because I, I you know, Okay. So winning is the fake news part. That's fine. No, the winning, I won Austin. Oh, won I Austin. won Austin. Which is the screenwriting festival in America and the world, arguably. That's I awesome. was a, I was a semifinalist at Nickel Academy thing. Still pretty good. No, it's that's, yeah, it's that's it's pretty amazing. It's top, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I went to I went to school in Austin. I went to UT Austin. It's oh, one of my yeah. favorite one of my favorite yeah. favorite cities. Um, yeah. and now is being turned into a feature with yeah. Sanjay Sharma's Marginal Media Works. That's right. So tell me about it. How is that going? Is it is a process it's still going, going on? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen, it's a, it's a big budget movie, so it will take time. A big studio is getting attached to it. Yeah. Uh, I love Sanjay. He has he's an Indian producer, Indian American producer. I got introduced to him through another producer whose name is Milan, okay. who's yeah. also Indian American. So, uh, when I met Milan and Sanjay, they were like, "We love Mithun Disco dancer. We just had singing disco dancer business meeting. I am I was a like, disco dancer. dancer right? do, 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 I was like, do, do. you know what? I don't need to know anymore. We're yeah. done. We're doing this together. Yeah, totally. Because we need to band together. Yeah, as, as a team. As it's not about how big in this. And Sanjay is very nice guy. Milan, very nice guy. We're putting it together. It's in the works, and it's coming soon. All right. Well, just letting you know, I'm yeah. I'm happy to be the Chaiwala on the yeah. set. I was I was a production assistant 20 years ago for a film that Lisa Ray and Cal Panorin. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. they can tell you that I was really good at the coffee. I took them jet skiing. Um, I was an extra. I think I carried a rock or something across the <laughs> I love I, that. I mean, I have all the talent, so just yeah. you, let me, you let me know. You call me. I, I, I never questioned it. Yes. I didn't question the time. You're good, you right there. Yes, done. done. Oh, we can do a Gerba scene. I mean, there's so much, there's so many possibilities. It's amazing. Absolutely. Well, we'll tie that all in with the mayor campaign. Yeah. It's all, all going to work out. Um, and then you have upcoming shows in New York. Yeah. Like live. So I, I've been performing throughout. Okay. So uh, I, I have two, I've had two shows a week on the Upper West Side through the pandemic in an okay. open air place, but clubs just reopened. So now Woo! all the shows, yeah, thank you. I'm so excited. But so now the show schedule is getting set for the real shows in the real clubs because, you know, we've, our capacity, this, that, whatever. Uh, but I perform every, almost every day of the week, six, six and a half days of the week I perform. That's amazing. And, and if I don't have anything, I perform in the subway. I hop on the subway. I tell jokes. You know, I, 10 minutes, I make everybody laugh. I hop out. I take another subway back. Uh, 
I'm committed to this. I, you know, if if my jokes are helping people laugh through this worst time in our human life, right? In our lives, well, what am I saving it for? No, there's no you reason. I mean? There's exactly. no reason. Yeah, that's why all my sets, everything, like so many comedians are precious. Oh, don't use the material. At the day I realized this is going to go on for a long time. Yeah, I put it all on YouTube, Insta. Like if if it's making you laugh in some corner of Earth, take it. No fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and if you don't like it, then don't take it. Well, listen, ignore me. I I completely get it. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Man, I, my sister, I am. I, I'm telling you, I, I hit forty. I was like, you know what? My my second kid started going to kindergarten. I'm like, yeah. you know what? It's time to it's be time. me again. Yeah. I'm 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 okay. I can do this. It's fine. Like, and I just yeah, I went all in. I'm like, I know I want to do this. I want to do something more with the podcast. I want to write. I want to. Something in me now is just like, I think maybe that fear has lifted or something, or maybe I just got funnier. I don't know. I have no idea, but it's, it's just all, no, it, it's, it, it feels is, right. It's, it's liberating to get a little bit older and yeah. to be past the point of what your immediate peer group will think. I think the, the most pressure is that. And then once you're like, you know what, you do you really care? Like, you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. I think that not caring was such a burden on me. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, there's always a little part of me as a human that's going to care a little bit. But like, to me, I'm like, my parents aren't going to leave me. My husband yeah. probably is not going to leave me. And my kids love me. And then my friends are my friends. And that's it. No. And let me tell you something. Let's say they all leave you. You'll still be fine. Yeah. You have to have that faith. Yeah. I mean, I've lived that life, right? right? I've lived the life of no dad, no brother. My brother lived with my dad, so he couldn't take me in. I was like, and you know what? I'm here. You're here. Work it out. So you, and, you, and you look fantastic with the earrings on. So one, you're, you're doing good. One one. Earring, you know. it's new style. New style. New style. Yeah. Podcast style. But, but you, you have to have that faith that yeah. you'll be fine. Yeah. You know, whatever happens, because life is like that. Things happen. And you will survive it. Yeah. And yeah. that's, yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm getting over the fact of hide, not hiding who I am, but just releasing. Yeah. Agree. And, and I, I'm going to, I'm going to do a Garbal Ross break dancing video too. I think I should just <laughs> get it all out. Just do it. Okay. This last round, it's called the fun yeah. round, lightning okay. round. First thing you can think of. Got it. What is the best compliment you've ever received? Uh, I gave somebody 10 years back of their life. Oh, somebody said that to me at the show and I just started crying. Man, that's a good one. Okay. I got to think of a better one for you so you can, you can say it. If you had your own billboard for free for a lifetime, what would be on the billboard and why? Uh, America's Indian auntie number one doesn't hold back, tells it like it is. And then there'd be a picture of me in the background too? Of course. You and, and my rolling pin. Done. Done. Yeah. I'm going to practice my rolling road at least. Yeah. Three people you would have dinner with, dead or alive? Uh, I like uh, people who have helped people become big big and famous. So, uh, you know, like Kevin Hart's mom is on my wish list. Yeah. You read read his book, right? I've read his book. I've read his life. Like the famous people everybody knows, right? Like their lives. Russell Peters' brother is on my wish list. I've heard from the industry that he's the brains behind the brand and the all of it. Mm. I would love, and because I love business and building business and the whole thing so much, 
those are the people I want to talk to. Like I want to talk to Priyanka Chopra's mother who gave up a medical practice whose f- husband was in the army and said, I have to follow this girl's dream wherever it takes her. The behind the scenes people. The behind the scenes people fascinate me. Because, right. and, and I was a stay-at-home mom for six I know what it takes to put your own life and dream. You know what it takes. It's like, and it's not just the moms. They're guys, they're yeah. brothers, they're managers, they're friends. There's like, there's such a, you know, if you read an Oscar speech, oh, thank you, this one, thank you, that one. Like, But what did those people do? Yeah, they did something. That's yeah. why you're taking their name. That's why they're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, my, if I could, I would, I, and I would like pick everybody's brain for every jewel I could mine. That's amazing answer. Yeah, I love I, it. Yeah. So the last question I ask all my guests because I've course. I've loved dancing my whole life. Yes. Uh, and I know you say you've grubbed your way into entertainment, as I have with yes. my with my two uh, national trophies. When we meet Woo-hoo. again, uh, when we meet for the first time, I'm sorry, officially in person, yeah. would you have a dance off with me? Anytime, baby. Okay. Listen, you know what? We don't even have to wait till we meet. We do it on TikTok. Oh my God. Listen, start your account and let's do it. Okay, guys, I kind of have to admit, I think I forgot that my mic was on during that interview and that it was actually an interview because it felt like we were just having drinks at a bar in New York. So much fun. Really cool what Zerna's doing and who she's representing and just, you know, living her life, man. Please follow her at Zerna Garg on all social media handles and ZernaGarg.com. If you're in New York, go check out her shows. She is performing and I'm definitely going to be doing that because yes, like I mentioned before, I haven't laughed that hard. As always, you can follow me at Tucker Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. I will see you next week. This is Tucker Out. Out.